It's time to get back to the Matt Wyatt Show. Live in the studio. Knock him out, John. Whoa! This thing's killing me. Killing me. You're killing me. <laughs> Welcome back. Hour two underway. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. Well... The heat isn't going to be killing anybody this weekend because it's going to be nice. We were talking about, you know, temperatures, how it's different. But did you look at the weather forecast? Again, we were talking to John Cohen just a minute ago at the end of hour one because uh, they're going to host a softball super regional this weekend, which is really cool. State's never played in one, let alone hosted in, in softball. It's a really neat thing. So they're going to add some seating and all. But maybe there's even more incentive to go. Bill, have you looked at the temperatures that are uh, supposed to happen this weekend? Yeah, it's looking pretty nice, really. Man. And, and I know all this week and into the weekend, you're going to be at Pearl for the high school baseball championships, which you will hear right here on this radio station. Uh, but Friday in Starkville, Friday, and you know 11 a.m. is when they're going to have game one of the Super and Softball between State and Arizona. Friday at 11 a.m., the high is 78 degrees. The high temperature on Friday in Starkville is 78 with a low of 57. (laughs) So the deal is, like, all this week the temperatures are going down because there's, I don't know if it's front coming through. Well, you know, today's kind of unseasonably cool for late May, and you're supposed to get rain tomorrow Rain Wednesday, possibly rain Thursday. I was looking like Hoover over in Alabama. Big rain chances on Thursday. So you're going to have some rain delays in some of these conference tournaments. Just get ready for it. But after that, on Friday, a day without, at least for now, without much chance of rain, 78 degrees the high, low of 57. 9% chance of precipitation Friday. Saturday, the high of 85, low of 59. It's going to be gorgeous weekend uh, to be outside. That's what it's going to be. So don't even worry about the weather. It's not a factor. Now, I do want to go back to something. I I didn't get to this a minute ago. Next Gen Reb texted. If you're just tuning in, I'll give you the story. Uh, Ole Miss is playing Vanderbilt tomorrow in the SEC baseball tournament. And Let's see what Vandy's the number eight seed. Ole Miss is the number nine seed. I think I think that's how that worked. And anyhow, uh, you know, Ole Miss is coming off a series loss this past weekend. They they lost two out of three at home to Texas A and M, who claimed the Western Division as a result of it. Vandy, however, is coming off being swept at home by LSU and gave up twenty one runs in the game on Saturday. Just got run out of there. Okay. And after the game on Saturday, the media went down to the left field corner where they always are near the dugout when they always, what they always do, which is interview Vandy head coach Tim Corbin after the game. Well, he wouldn't talk to him. Tucked his tail and just dipped. He dipped up out of there. Wouldn't answer any questions. Made a player go do it. I just don't have any respect for it at all. And uh, I think, in fact, the worse you get beat, the more you ought to make it a point to show up for the postgame. 
It's easy to do it after wins. But anyway, um, Next Gen Reb texted to the show and said, I think we can all agree that Ole Miss sending Corbin and the Whistler home would be great for Hoover. Man, don't you know it? I mean, we can't get we can't get Vandy eliminated fast enough, can we? And it's not because we hate Vandy. I like their players. I got family members who are alums. I like Nashville. Respect their program. <laughs> that dadgum Whistler, man. Who wants him around? And tomorrow is single elimination. You beat Vandy tomorrow, they're gone for the whole week. So that's the deal. I'm with you. Get him up out of there, right? He makes everybody around him in the whole stadium miserable. So we can all agree with that. Hey, side note. I don't know. I don't know if we all agreed with it last week or not. Did you agree with Nick Saban or did you agree with Jimbo? Well, I'm going to give you an update. Jimbo went and did some more talking. Now, what's interesting about this, did, did y'all see, apparently the commissioner of the SEC, Greg Sankey, uh, told coaches to quit talking about this stuff. And what I saw was a story that revolved around Lane Kiffin. I don't know if y'all saw this, but yeah, it was just a couple days ago. Um, Lane Kiffin, this was right after the dust-up between Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban last week. Saban makes comments. Fisher holds a press conference. Saban gets on a radio show. Here we go, back, forth, whatever. It's not looking good. Everybody pretty much with a brain agrees. Boy, this kind of makes everybody look bad. Well, right about that time, smart move, Dan Patrick, who does the big show, he was going to have Lane Kiffin on there on the show. And then it didn't happen. And on the show, Dan Patrick and his guys were talking, well, apparently Greg Sankey came in here and canceled that interview, said he can't do it. Here's what um, Dan Patrick said. Lane Kiffin was going to come on, but the commissioner of the SEC asked him not to comment on the Nick Saban-Jimbo Fisher situation. Okay, so you go back two days ago, all right? We know what the situation is was and and all that kind of stuff but it's a little different i don't know it's just one of those where you're not surprised that sankey would not want any look guys this is ugly enough just i don't want anybody from our league smearing this around making it even worse we got a stain right now we need to clean the stain now we don't need to make it worse right let's don't pour any more gas on this fire but it's a pretty big thing that, that, again, it doesn't happen much. It's a pretty big thing. When the commissioner goes, um, I don't want you doing that interview with Dan Patrick. <laughs> okay, let's give it. So it just kind of tells you, I think the atmosphere on the conference calls that aren't available to the public after all this stuff happened last week among SEC people. Okay? Well, with that said, keep in mind that 
You got the commissioner canceling an interview on the Dan Patrick show for Lane Kiffin. Meanwhile, I don't know what, but apparently the memo didn't make it to Jimbo Fisher, the guy in the middle of it to begin with. Jimbo Fisher doubling down on his defense of Texas A&M recruiting in an interview with a San Antonio TV station yesterday. Listen to this now. This is an interview he sits down to do with a San Antonio TV station yesterday. This is after the commissioner canceled Lane Kiffin's interview said, don't talk about any of this. Here's Jimbo. Do I really want to deal with this no. for that much longer? Or no. is this something you're having to adapt to regardless? And rules are always a change. That had nothing to do with it. And name, image, and likeness. I keep saying this about recruiting. And I just researched this. Of the 11 guys we have in, in place that came early, one guy has an NIL deal. Really? Yes. Just one? Just one. So all these stories you're hearing are complete lies. Well, now, because what, what happened over the last 48 hours? So, nothing. And it never happened before. Because it was written on social media and it started with the Bro Bible Slice Bread deal. Right. So everybody believed it. Nick, all the people obviously believed it. I went and checked with our compliance people because we have nothing to do with it. One guy. Of the 11? Yes. Of the early enrollees. Of the early enrollees. Okay, here's what I want you to understand what you're listening to. There are three people in a room. The TV reporter, okay, sitting across from Jimbo Fisher, there's two, the third person who you're hearing off camera during this recorded interview is a sports information director. That's like, you know, uh, like Brandon Langwatt at Mississippi State who, you know, when Coach Leach is going to go do a TV interview, he's the one that walks him down there. He's the media liaison, works with the media. He's the go-between between media and the program. Well, there's three, and he's giving Jimbo some cues and kind of directing this thing, and it, he, you're going to hear, he actually starts trying to just shut it down. He wants to shut this thing down, realizes my coach is just going on. They're recording this. He tra- the media person tries to stop this. Jimbo looks at him and goes, no, no, I'm good. I got it. <laughs> gotcha. So that said, what is all this dust up about then? Great point. I've just got to ask you, were you shocked that this came up? Because you just told me you only had one. I said that about a while ago. That's why I made the original one back in February when they said we had $35 million in the thing. That's that's, that's all false. It's all, all, it was written on social media so everybody believes it. And you got news channels believing it. Hey, big people believing it. And you believed it. Well, and Nick Saban believed it, obviously. Well, he's not news. You're news. You're media. You guys not research? But I, I, I'm asking you, did you, re- did you do your research? Uh, you just no, did. no. So you can't answer. So you just assumed. And that's the way this world goes now. As soon as it's written on social media and someone says it, you believe it. So where does that put you as guys as reporters? Where does that put coaches like Nick Saban who know better, that, if, if that's the case? I, 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 where does that put reporters at? So you're defending Nick Saban? No, I'm just crazy. I'm asking you guys to okay. put it out in the media. I'm at, I, I, just hold on. I ain't getting into this. Oh, no, no, no. I, I understand, but I just want to. Is this change? It, it, it's because social media and media put it out. I got it. Mm-hmm. Does, does you believed it? You just asked me. Sure. Does that change anything? What's it change? Nothing has changed in the beginning. <laughs> Have you ever, in your life, heard anything like this? from a sitting head football coach at a major institution. Have you ever in your life 
I'm talking literally one minute and 54 seconds into it, said, I ain't getting into this. <laughs> I'm talking all of this <clears throat> less than 24 hours after it became public from Dan Patrick himself of the Dan Patrick Show that the commissioner of the SEC himself is canceling interviews for coaches. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. In other words, hey, uh, Lane, I don't need you doing an interview talking about this. Because if you go on there, they're going to ask you. I can't expect you to go in there and play dumb or give them a dishonest answer. The best thing to do is don't do it. For our sake, for everybody's sake, don't do the interview. And less than 24 hours, this man, Jimbo, in the middle of it to begin with, is now talking about it more, has now given us more information, says he researched it. He has researched it. Y'all, listen to this. Please understand what is implicated here. <laughs> the head football coach is saying that over the last couple of days, he researched it to find out that one of the 11 players who enrolled early for his team got a name, image, and likeness deal. Here's what I'm asking you. Do you believe that Jimbo Fisher, prior to researching it, had no idea what his signees were getting in terms of a name, image, and likeness deal? Do you believe that? Y'all, do you understand what he's asking you to believe? Jimbo Fisher wants you to believe that of the recruiting class, number one recruiting class in the country, some say it's the best recruiting class in the history of recruiting classes. Do you understand that? 11 of them have enrolled early. And he's telling you that until the last 48 hours when he went and he says, in his words, researched it, that he didn't know that one of those 11 had gotten a name, image, and likeness deal. He wants you to believe he didn't know. Jimbo, Coach Fisher, how stupid do you think I am? Coach Fisher, I met you once. I really enjoyed it. Met you face-to-face. -face. Well, I met you in recruiting years ago. But I stood uh, about 10 years, no, a little more than 10 years ago. I stood right outside the um, Tupelo Youth Baseball Complex at Ballard Park in Tupelo, up underneath a big oak tree, off away from everybody else. I stood there and talked to you, Coach Fisher, while your son was playing Little League Baseball. You couldn't have been nicer. I appreciated it. At that time then, I had no indication that you thought I was a dummy. You very well may have thought it, Coach, but you didn't indicate it. I walked away enjoying the conversation. I didn't know, Coach Fisher, that you thought I was an idiot. 
But boy, howdy. Here 12 years later, whatever it is. I have learned, Coach Fisher, that you think that I'm an idiot. In fact, you think we all are. I am not against Coach Fisher. I am not at all. I don't dislike him. I like him. I got no problem with him. In fact, of all the dumb commercials that the guys on the SEC Network have made trying to promote shows over the last couple of years, promoting bad shows with even worse commercials. Yeah, I said it. Run, tell them. They're nice guys too, but it's bad shows and bad commercials. But the one, the one that was entertaining, the one SEC Network promotional commercial for a bad show that was entertaining was Jimbo Fisher sitting in a truck singing with them. It was good. If you're going to play in Texas, you've got to have a fiddle in the band. He sang it. It was actually a good commercial. The one good commercial. (laughs) I got nothing against the guy. I'm just telling you, This something's not right with all this. And let's start with the fact that he apparently thinks I'm an idiot. And he thinks you are too. I mean, seriously. Coach, you want me to... Look, here's the thing about it, y'all. Jimbo Fisher has always recruited at a high level. He has. He won a national championship at Florida State. You don't do that without great players, not just a quarterback, lots of them. I've said it before on this show. I don't doubt his ability to recruit and and recruit at a level that Texas A&M hasn't recruited at before. He did it at Florida State. All these years when the rise of Dabo Swinney and Clemson, and he's playing for national championships at Clemson, and he won a national championship at Clemson with Deshaun Watson, and they're always in the playoff at Clemson, you know, that whole time. Listen, Clemson was not signing the number one recruiting class every year in the ACC. It wasn't Clemson, even though they were doing the winning. It was Florida State. Look at that five-year stretch of the rise of Clemson football. Clemson wasn't number one recruiting in the ACC. They were number two behind who? Jimbo and Florida State. He can recruit, sure. But he sits right here and wants me and you to believe that he did not know that one of his 11 early enrollees had a name, image, and likeness deal, and he had to go research it in the last 48 hours to find it out. The Bro Bible Slice Bread deal? Right. So everybody believed it. Nick, all the people obviously believed it. I went and checked with our compliance people because we have nothing to do with it. One guy. Of the 11? Yes. Of the early enrollees. Of the early enrollees. Gotcha. So that said, what is all this dust up about then? Great point. I, I've just got to ask you, were you shocked that this came up? Because you just told me you only had one. Hey, 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 Bill. Yes, sir. <laughs> Note to self. The, the, the best way to answer a, anybody ask you a hard question, a tough question, a compromising question, you know the best way to answer it? Jimbo just showed you. When they say, hey, what about this? You know what you say? Great point. Great point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Move on. 
Uh, Mr. White, do you know, do you have a reason for why you were driving 95 in a 65? Great point. Great point, officer. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. White, do you realize that your tag has expired? Great point, sir. (laughs) Great point. I said that about a while ago. It's like, that's why I made the original one back in February when they said we had $35 million in the thing. That's, that's, that's all false. It's all, it's all, it was written on social media so everybody believes it. And you got news channels believing it. Hey, big people believing it. And you believed it. Well, and Nick Saban believed it, obviously. Well, he's not news. You're news. You're media. You guys not research? <laughs> yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that dang old internet, man. You just go on there and point and click, get in there and talk about www.wcom. You got then on there, man. You go click, 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 click. It's real easy. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> he started picking on the news guy. He was asking him, you believed it? You're supposed to be reported. Did you research it? And the guy goes, well, did Nick Saban read it? And Jimbo looks at him and goes, ah, did you research it? Oh, man. It is the most entertaining thing that has happened regarding SEC football in about three months. Ask what it is. Since maybe since the last time Jimbo went off, called Lane Kiffin a clown. <laughs> it's fantastic. Meanwhile, Commissioner Sankey's trying to do stuff and these guys won't shut up. <laughs> I'm not gonna shut up either. I got about a half hour with you left when we come back. Stick around. Now back to the guy who loves his banana pudding. It's the Matt Wyatt Show. Live in the studio. Back with you. Rolling along in hour two of the show on this Monday. Monday, Monday. That's the mamas and the papas. It's not the the Beatles, Bill. Not the Beatles. Don't ever, ever make that mistake of crediting something to the Beatles that shouldn't be. Because let me tell you something. The Beatles fans will come out of the woodworks. <laughs> they will chew you up and spit you out. They're like Michigan football fans. That's what I there found. There you go. Yeah. Um, a couple things. Housekeeping. Hang tight. Um, we had John Cohen, Athletics Director of Mississippi State, on the show earlier. Told us a couple of things. One, they are working on and looking at the possibility of extra seating for this weekend's Super Regional beginning Friday at 11 a.m., for Mississippi State softball. You get News Park, seats 2,000. They're looking at possibility for extra seating. No details beyond that. Said they were working on it as recently as this morning, but hope to be able to do that to accommodate more people. He also told us that the softball team is traveling home today from Tallahassee, and they will be arriving back at News Park, the softball facility. He said somewhere around 3.30 to 4 o'clock, and he's hoping that a big crowd is there to welcome them back and then one more piece of um, information which we just went over that you can see on my Twitter feed uh, there's a gif of a you know the animated gif graphic after this message that I tweeted and I just wanted to pass along it says coach Fisher it'd be Jimbo coach Jimbo Fisher didn't know that one of his 11 early enrollees had a name image and likeness deal until he quote researched it In the last couple of days, he says, followed by 
this gif. <laughs> Which is how we all feel about that, Coach. <laughs> all right. Am I to believe that we have the man, the myth, the legend, the hair? The hair. With us in the studio? Yeah, he's here. Jake! Matt Wyatt. Happy what up, Monday. Man. Happy Monday on? to you. This is Jake Wimberly. What's going on? How are you? Well, I'm fine. You know, Jerry Clower, uh, prior to his passing away in 1998, was known as the mouth of the South. So I think now it's you. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can live up to uh, Clower status. <laughs> maybe more like, you know, what was it? Uh, Jimmy Hart, the wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe more like that guy. Yeah. Not Jerry Clower. Yeah, you could be Jimmy Hart. Yeah, you could be that. And then and then we could get Beaver to be like the hard times guy now. Who was that? Dusty Rhodes? Yeah. If we could get Beaver to do a Dusty Rhodes impression. Hard times, Daddy. You we'll don't know he, you don't know about hard up. times, Daddy. <laughs> I bet he can pull that off. I guarantee you wear sleeveless shirts already. I know. I mean he's he's halfway there already. And I right think now. it's I think it's in his wheelhouse. Uh what is in our wheelhouse here is baseball. We are a baseball state. That's for sure. And, Jake, I just wanted to get some details from you real quick. we got a lot of folks listening who, by this time tomorrow, instead of my talk show, they're going to be hearing coverage of high school state baseball championships right here on 105.9. Like, what can you tell me about it? Sure. Yeah, and I appreciate you uh, working with us on that, too. All right, yeah. so first big shout-out to the MHSAA and the partnership that we've developed over the last year and a half with the MHSAA, Ricky Neves, executive director and his team adam johnson and so many other people over there they do such a great job with the mhsa they have really uh rebranded the mhsa and, and done a great job so we've been able to cultivate those relationships and you know be a part of the football championships and the basketball championships and now baseball so uh this will kick off tomorrow now obviously rain you know we've got some chance for rain throughout the week so that may change things but typically the schedule as it starts tomorrow goes one four and seven that's first you know first pitch times for each ball game, so we'll go one, four, and seven. We'll typically be on ten minutes prior to each game, and we've got some really, really good broadcasters uh, that are going to be on these calls that uh, do ba- basketball with us and football. So okay. a lot of names that uh, people will recognize. So we'll have the games here on ESPN 105.9, and you can stream those games as well uh, on the Zone1059.com. As as you mentioned, Matt, I mean, you, you know, we've got teams from all over the state. Uh, you know, Pontotoc. Uh, Neshoba Central, you get down into, you know, Stringer Seminary, Amory, uh, you know, uh, East Central. They're just looking through the schedule. DeSoto Central on the 6A game against North, or 6A matchup against Northwest Rankin. Mm-hmm. So a lot of classifications going to go uh, 1, 4, and 5A tomorrow, and then 2, 3, and 6A on Wednesday. And then that'll switch again back 1, 4, 5 on Thursday, 2, 3, 6 on Friday. And then, of course, if we get to games, game threes in the series best of three format, then that would happen on Saturday. Okay. What about coverage on Saturday? Will that continue, or it being a weekend? Yes. It will? Okay. It will. Yeah. Yeah, okay. we'll we'll put that together. Obviously, we won't know that until we get uh, a little bit further down the road this week, but yes, we will have coverage on that as well. Hey, and just to be clear for those listening, what we're saying is they turn on their radio here this week. If they're listening live in the middle of the day on WRKS, they will hear live play-by-play. That is correct. Okay. You going to do so? Yeah, we'll jump in there. I've got Atta a couple games. boy. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I love baseball. Really, to, as far as calling the aspect of it, it's a different mm. different call. I enjoy it, but uh, you know, you're going to get guys like Brian Eubank, who's been doing this for a long time. Josh UB. West, yeah, UB, Josh West, just some really good, talented uh, guys that are going to be, uh, you know, 
doubling up TV and radio this week. Yubi and Josh and Jake and others, that's awesome. You do have a great lineup. And so uh, first, the first coverage people will hear tomorrow begins tomorrow, Tuesday, at around 1230. Did I hit it? Uh, 12, 12.50. 12.50? Okay. Yeah. So just before the top of the hour there. And then uh, and then you start down the path. So we'll, I, I may be getting a little you know in the weeds here, Jake, but are they going to crown everybody's state champion for every class, one through six? That'll be done between now and Saturday? That is correct. Okay. Yep. Six champions. Six total champions. Kicks off tomorrow. Resurrection Catholic versus Biggersville in the first game. Summerall versus Pontotoc in the 4A game at 4 o'clock. And then East Central versus Neshoba Central at 7 o'clock. Okay. Man, I'm going to tell you what. The people at Trustmark Park are going to be busy. Oh, yeah. yeah this it's, week. It's, it's, it's going to be like a, a beehive. I mean, it really is. And you got some really good teams. I mean, Northwest Rankin, what they've been able to do. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you get to this point of the year, you're everybody's good. Sure. But Northwest Rankin, what they've been able to do to get back-to-back. Summerall is a story that will be told this week. They're 33-1 and coming into this week. Good. Now they've won, they've lost one game all year long. One ball game. Who they lose to? Themselves in a scrimmage. Is that how that went? <laughs> let's look real quick. Let me look at their. Uh... Yeah, I was going to try to look it up too. I'm I'm pulling up baseball. Let's see bracket. They lost to Green County in a playoff game, ten to seven, back on the sixth uh, of this month. Really? Oh, okay. So a non a non elimination playoff game. Correct. So it must have been like what a best of or something. Yeah, the series, uh, once they get to the playoffs, they all are best of threes. Yeah. So they lost the first one and then came back and won the, the other two. Okay, so your first game tomorrow that you'll hear here on the radio is the 1A game and first pitch around 1 o'clock. You said it, Resurrection versus Biggersville. That's 1A. Yeah. And, all right, uh, Biggersville in a minute, but Resurrection, where is that? I, I'm unfamiliar, I'm not familiar with Resurrection. You all know? Bill, you know? I, uh, no, we just kind of looked at each other and went, huh? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Somebody um, will probably text us here in a moment. Jake's looking it up, though. But. Is it a Catholic school? It is. Okay. Because yeah. you said Resurrection Catholic, right? I think you, you did say that, and I was just wanting to make sure. Let me see. Yeah, Pascagoula. Pascagoula. Yeah. Pascagoula. Yeah, down on the coast. Yeah. So making, the, making the trip up. You know what? Hey, side note, Bill, every time I see or say Pascagoula, I think of Ray Stevens. Oh, yeah. Sleepy little squirrel. town of Pascagoula. Yeah, squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> Birth of better than you. That time a squirrel went berserk. <clears throat> yeah, sorry, Jake. Sorry. No, that's all good. all good. Sorry, Jake. I like it. I realize this. Jake's show is a lot more refined than ours, I wouldn't Bill. say that. That's because of, of beaver. <laughs> Sleeveless beaver. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's refined because of him. <clears throat> uh, yeah, okay, so you've got to. Uh, let Jake, Jake sing, thank goodness. That's well, right. Well, what yeah. I was going to point out is, and I know you, you probably know this, Jake, from covering the basketball and the football stuff the last few years. But Biggersville, the Biggersville Lions, 1A, which is between Tupelo and Corinth, just as you dip into Alcorn County. And it's in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing there but a school and one barbecue restaurant, a Dollar General. Yeah. yeah. They were talking about that during the basketball game. Yeah. That's all that's there. It's It's got <laughs> to be, though, some sort of – I mean, it's, it's almost like you, it feels like it's a sports mecca in, Listen, inside Mississippi. It is because – what uh, played for a football state championship two years ago? Um, I believe that's right. Played for a basketball state championship in boys and girls the last two years. Won it. Both boys and girls won a basketball, didn't they? They did. Yep. Yeah, both boys and girls this year did. And now they're they're 
their baseball is playing for a state championship. And I don't quote me on this, but I want to say their softball did also. But I, I would need to verify. Must be that. something in that barbecue. I was going to say we need there. to bottle up whatever's going on up there. <laughs> something well, in that barbecue they serve at that restaurant. Well, and I've lived in Tupelo for you know twenty plus years now, and this is the first time that they've ever really had anything like this—a run of one sport competing for championships, let alone all of them. I mean, it's it's really incredible. Okay, so that's game one tomorrow: Resurrection versus Biggers, Biggersville. You'll hear it here. Then after that. The, the next game tomorrow is Summerall versus Pontotoc in the 4A. That's correct. And then uh, the nightcap tomorrow night, the 5A game, East Central versus Neshoba. Um, and then then Wednesday, you get 2A, 3A, 6A, just like Jake told you, the 2A series between Stringer and East Union. By the way, East Union, extra points for you all if you can tell me the East Union mascot. Oh, man. Uh-huh. I need the Jeopardy Don't music. have any idea. They are the urchins. Oh, the urchins. Okay. See, I, ne- I could sit here all day. I never would have guessed yeah. that. <laughs> they are the East Union urchins. Yes, they are. Classic. And they wear, uh, the, the, hey, Bill, the old San Diego Padres uniform colors, the mustard, oh, yeah. mustard and yeah. brown. Mustard and brown. That's yeah. East Union for you. Uh, and then 3A is Seminary versus Amory. Amory, another school who they're always good in something. And, um, and then 6A, Wednesday night. Northwest Rankin versus DeSoto Central. You talk about blue bloods. Yeah. I mean, big time. Jake, we can't have a baseball championship series at Trustmark without DeSoto Central, I guess. We can't. I mean, they're there every year. Yeah, it's, it's, you get these teams that do this in every sport. You know, football, it's, it's typically, yeah. um, you know, you get dependent on the time. I mean, you get into the Louisville's of the world and right. Oak Grove's of the world, South Panola's, ba- basketball, the same thing. Like you said, Biggersville and the Shoba Central's, and then baseball. The Soto Central, it seems like they punch a ticket almost every year. Yeah, they do. Hey, Jake, thanks for the heads up. Appreciate you working this out with the MHSAA. And folks are really going to have a good time listening to live baseball all week long. Thank you, man. Hey, thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. Yep. I'm looking forward to it. I'll be streaming it on my handy-dandy smartphone from C Spire over at uh, thezone1059.com. I'll just hit listen live and see what they're doing. Starting tomorrow. All six classifications all week here on your radio. All right. uh, A little bit of time left. Me, you, and Bill, and the fence post. Stick around. With more of the Matt Wyatt Show. The guy who, if he's not talking sports, hey, he's fishing for bass, okay? But he's right here right now. Back with you. I'm Matt in the Bureau of the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. Hey, Bill. Hey, Matt. You don't mind a little blast from the past every now and then, do you? No, sir, it's what I live for. All the way back in the ancient, I'm talking ancient, (laughs) 1990s. Yeah, watch it now. (laughs) Shoot, man. (laughs) Today is Mary Liddy's last day of the fourth grade. Oh, boy. You you feeling older all the time. Man, it's it's tough. Anna Beth (laughs) looked at me last night and goes, she'll be graduating going to college in eight years. That's exactly right. And I went, 
Record I mean, scratch. You, I mean, you got to get a room wherever she goes, right? I told her, I <laughs> joked around and they got to laugh and I said, look, here's what you're going to do. You're just going to be smart enough. You're not even going to need college. You can just stay here. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So blast the ancient 1990s, way back in the 90s. Uh, on this day in 1995, the final episode aired on live television of Yeah, Aunt Becky, Danny. Whatever happened to predictability? DJ, man, the paperboy, even TV. Full House, the final episode of Full House aired on this day in 1995. Now, most of them are on the Hallmark Channel. One of them's in jail, or is she? Uh, I think she is now, Becky. Is she in jail right now as we speak? I think she might be serving her time right now. I still can't believe Aunt Becky's in jail. I cannot. She will be soon. Sing along, all you old folks. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So that's one show. On the that was uh, May the twenty third, nineteen ninety five. They aired the final episode on that same exact night, the same exact night, May twenty third, nineteen ninety five, on network television. You hit the one hundredth episode of uh, yeah. Home Improvement, one of my all-time favorites. Tim the Two-Man Taylor. Tim the Two-Man Taylor, always picking on Al. All right, the 100th episode on this day back in 95 of Home Improvement was the final episode of season number four. Here he goes. It was uh, the final episode of season four. Uh, the name of the episode was Wilson's Girlfriend. I never knew Wilson had a girlfriend on this show. I th- maybe I saw this one. Uh, Jill hooks Wilson up with his first date with her psychology professor. It's his first date in 20 years, and Tim gives him advice. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Brad gets a horrendous pimple. Which he uses makeup to cover up. Sounds like a good episode of Home Improvement. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's a great show. It's a great show. I don't care what anybody says. It's a great show. As far as I'm concerned. Uh, Okay, so since we are blasting from the pasting, we are blasting into the past there on the TV side. Let's... um, What's to keep us from doing the same thing? Same year, 1995. We'll we'll go a little blast in the past of college football. That same year, the coach who was kind of on top of his game when Home Improvement hit episode 100, and when Full House hit its last episode, 
He was the coach of the orange and blue, the Florida Gators. Back then. The old ball coach, Steve Spurrier. Y'all know who I'm talking about. I just thought I would tell you, since we're flashing back to 1995, that over the weekend, Steve Spurrier, who was at the top of his game in 95, was asked in an interview about the Nick Saban and Jimbo stuff and said, quote, I don't know why he's mad at Saban. Did Saban say anything that wasn't true? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> here's what Spurrier said in an interview with Dog Nation. I don't think Saban told any lies in there, so I don't know what Fisher was mad about. Since he beat him last year, I guess he can talk now. He hadn't beaten much of anybody, but he beat Saban last year. But they haven't won the division or anything since he's been there. <laughs> this is Spurrier cutting it loose. And then he said, did, did Saban say something that wasn't true? And that's the real question here, isn't it? Did Saban say anything that wasn't true? Okay, uh, the Country Pleasing text line, Country Pleasing Sausage on Grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. Jason and Flagstaff said, What could Lane Kiffin have possibly said that's worse than Dan Patrick announcing that the conference commissioner censored a coach from talking about something? It's a really good point there, Jason. And real unnamed texture. Okay, so here is the <laughs> shows you how much we keep up. Here is, according to real unnamed texture, the latest on Aunt Becky. What's her name? Um, it's almost unfair that I keep referring to her as Aunt Becky because that was her character on Full House. What's her real name? Why can't I think of it? I can't think of it either. Uh, what's her name? Lori Laughlin. That's that's who it is. Her her name's Lori Laughlin. She was Aunt Becky on Full House. She was like super duper mega star on the Hallmark Channel and in ep every movie they made, and then boom. Spent hundreds of thousands of dollars just to get her kids into USC. Oh, but but education and the college experience isn't worth anything, Bill. It's not worth anything. <laughs> it's not worth anything. However, we got celebs bribing their kids' way in there for hundreds of thousands of dollars. But it's not worth anything. Anyway, I digress. Lori Laughlin. Okay, real unnamed texter says she was sentenced to two months in 2020 with supervised release. So she's out of jail and been out. And it's, look, let's be honest. It's just a matter of time. It's not a matter of if. It's just a matter of when she'll be back on the Hallmark Channel. Don't y'all agree? I mean, I'm serious. She'll be back on there. Okay, if you're just tuning in, listen, you, you I, I think I mentioned this um once in the first hour, and a little bit ago we talked to Jake. I just want everybody to know, here's what's up with a couple of minutes left here. Make sure you understand. You will not hear me on the radio for a good little while because uh, on the flagship station, the radio show here, WRKS 105.9 The Zone, Jackson Central Mississippi. Starting tomorrow, you're going to have uh, the rest of the week coverage live in the middle of the day of the 
Mississippi High School State Baseball Championships. And then one week from today is Memorial Day, and Bill and I both will be taking off for Memorial Day. So we will be back in one week from tomorrow. I'll be back with you. Normal schedule begin and resume, if you will, on Tuesday, May 31st. Also, for those who tune in via live stream, uh, that will return on Tuesday, May 31st. A video live stream, cameras inside the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. That all comes back on the 31st. So it'll be on Facebook and uh, where else? Where else does it stream? Twitter? YouTube. That's it. So it'll be all back in those places if you guys uh, want to get it that way. And then we'll resume and pick up where we left off and see what's happening at that point. But uh, for the rest of this week, you're going to get high school baseball coverage. Uh, for those of the listeners who tune in on uh, other stations via replay at different times, uh, same for you. I'll be back with you on Tuesday, the 31st. And uh, want everybody to know. Now, that doesn't mean that Bill doesn't have to do anything. No, that's for sure. In fact, Bill, you have to do a lot. Yes, I'll be producing all of those ball games. <laughs> so, three games tomorrow, three games Wednesday, three games Thursday. And three games Friday. Did I get that right? And possibly some on Saturday. And then, they go to, yeah. They go to three games. Possibly a bunch more games on Saturday. And, of course, live coverage of all of that. Here well, I'll be Monday. working. Yeah, Bill's going to be working his fanny yeah. off is what he's going to be doing. And put, but I get to see a lot of good baseball. Well, and that's the payoff. Because you are going to be buying some of that $4.5 gasoline to drive back and forth. From from Trustmark Park to That's why we have a station vehicle. There you go. And a station card, credit card, right? Yes, sir. Atta baby. All right. Well, Bill, I'll see you in a week. Hope you enjoy your time at the baseball stuff for all of y'all. Bill, I'm Matt. Everybody here in the show in the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. We'll see y'all in a little bit. 